0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody, or let's call it Mindless Monday. I like to think I got some skin in the game, but the things they putting out, I can't even explain. It's your boy, OG, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for Talking in lamest Terms. Sorry, everybody, I can't be the guy straddling the fence. All I ask for is to make it make sense. They got zombies out here. Catching headlines when all you need is someone with a spine. I'm him, been him, podcast most critically acclaimed. If you don't get it when I spit it, then you're to blame. Mindless Monday, no tricks being played. Let's go. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving week Uh, down here in Houston with this bipolar weather. Going to get in and get out. I don't know if I'm going to have a show Friday. I might just enjoy Black Friday, but we'll see. Let's get started. Uh, last night, we're going to jump right into this. Denver. Denver last Minnesota last night, uh, 21 to 20. Uh, the new superhero, Josh Dobbs. Uh, Russ had the kryptonite, uh, took him out. Uh, so now, uh, Sean Payton can coach now, huh? Russ not washed up. Imagine that. Haters, shut up. Moving on. Zach Wilson finally got benched with with the Jets last night. The whole team probably said hallelujah in the background. He should have been gone. I don't know why it's an issue. In the words of Shannon Sharp, he can't play dead in a horror flick. Moving on. The 49ers safety. Talanoa Hufunga. Has a torn ACL, big loss for the 49ers. He's a staple of the defense. We'll see how that goes. More problems for Steve Wilts. He's already on the sideline, lost another player. They're going to blame him for that, too. Moving on, Bosa of the Chargers caught it off. No update on what really happened. Stay off the steroids. Moving on, Cooper Cup also left the game yesterday with a bad ankle. Stay off the steroids. Moving on college. A uh, sad day. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Florida State fan. QB uh, Travis for the Florida State. Uh, career is over. Substantial leg injury. Uh, if you saw it, you know what I mean. That was not... Uh, yeah, they didn't even need to show that on TV. That was a bad Lord, leg injury. Basically, his legs broke. How many places is broken? I don't know. But I'd advise you not to watch it if you got a weak stomach. Uh... uh Speedy recovery, uh, prayers are with him. Hopefully he gets back in the form and takes a shot at the NFL. Moving on to Gators quarterback, Mertz. He also is out. He suffered a collarbone injury. Uh, We didn't get any any update on that. Uh, uh, Appalachian State. It ends everybody's done JMU, undefeated, 10-0 run, trying to get away with so they could get to a bowl game this year. That all ended Saturday with Appalachian State. People must have forgot. App- Appalachian State's reputation is built on upsetting people, so they invited the wrong people to the party. And uh, congrats to App State. You know, they've been Michigan a couple of years. Uh, great season, JMU, but I don't think you'll be getting to the bowl game. Uh, Syracuse. Fires their head coach, Dino Babbers. Dino was 41-55 and in, in eight seasons. Not bad, but not good. Dino is gone. Arkansas. Uh, they bring it back. Coach Pittman after a 4-7 season. How nice of them. Uh, Utah quarterback Cam Rising is coming back next year. So that's trouble uh, for whatever conference they're in, in next year. He's coming back for his seventh season. I thought you only got like five because of the COVID, but, I mean, these guys are living in college now. Seven years? Uh, Bro, you might need to go to the NFL. I understand you wanting to get back out there and show your wares, get drafted high, but seven years? Okay. Uh, K-State extends their AD Taylor through the 2029-2030 season job security. Now we're going to the uh, women's, NCAA women's. The whole Angel Reese saga. Still no answers. Who's mad at who? Uh, you know, the uh, the mothers of her and Floriné are going back and forth, which I think is ridiculous. Like I said, uh, they need to keep that out the media, man. I mean, you want to be messy, be messy behind closed doors. If the they're not getting along, Kim, let me explain something to you. Kim Mulkey's got rings. She, she's coached Brittany Griner, Odyssey Sims. Angel Reese is a star in her own right she's coached bigger stars so she benched her the game before and she didn't she wasn't even on the bench for the last game so kim mulkey's not gonna break she's not gonna bend it's up to Angel reese whatever the problem is i don't know what it is but whatever it is she needs to fix it and come back but here's the rub if she doesn't come back does lsu have enough to win a national national championship i say no but Like I said, nobody knows what's going on. A lot of cryptic messages on uh, Instagram and all of that. Can we grow up, people? Can we grow up? Can we all just get along? I wish Angel Reese nothing but the best. Hope she gets this uh, squared away and is back on the court because that's where we want to see her. Moving on. Maryland's uh, women's team is not ranked for the first time in 13 years my heart breaks my girl linda freeze one of the best to ever do it what's going on linda Is linda's time up i hope not i'm sure she's gonna get whatever is wrong i hope she gets it fixed they were ranked number 14 when the team when the uh, when the season started they've been blown out twice like by 50 or more so that's not a linda freeze team so did she suspend somebody did somebody transfer don't know but uh hopefully she gets back on track excuse me gets back on track Okay, Moving on to the NBA, a lot of of moving parts in the NBA, especially with this tournament that I don't understand. I'm not even going to pretend to understand, and I can't explain it to you, but we're going to tell you you what's going on. Uh, Zach Levine, as I said uh, last Friday, he wants out of Chicago ASAP. Uh, You can tell by uh, the game last week, he wouldn't talk to the media. I mean that's that's part of that contract. They got to talk to the media after the game. He wasn't having it. He blew right past past the press people. It was like, nah, I'm not I'm not talking about this team. I don't I don't want to be here. Washington, Washington. Jordan Poole, his world is welcome, already. So maybe he deserved that punch he got from Draymond. But after a uh, video went viral of him not listening to the coach and telling people he got it while the coach is drawing up a play. Uh, The fans in Washington, real basketball fans. You got a ring, so what? You not him, you're not going to be him with that attitude. Uh, So I'm thinking Sacramento is looking to make a deal. Nothing been said yet, but yeah, he's on the outside looking in right now. Uh, Jordan Poole, grow up. Next, Zion. Favorite person I don't like to talk about. Uh, his immaturity he also wants out he's playing pretty good this year but like i said you can't be the face of the franchise when you're not willing to accept accountability the story's old he still hasn't come to the forefront and apologized to the fans the front office teammates he hasn't done that so he can't be the face of the franchise simple as that get him out of there like I said, he probably is going to be hurt before the All-Star, but if you're the Pelicans, this guy, no matter how talented he is, he cannot be the face of your franchise. Get him out of there. Uh, then we got chemistry issues in Minnesota. Ever since Rudy Gobert got choked and a cat didn't help him, aunt didn't help him, uh, been a little chemistry problems. Uh, Everybody's looking at everybody sideways. You don't got my back, I don't got your back, so... I'm expecting them to explode sometime soon and beat up somebody. They, they got to get the chemistry going because they were playing great ball until Draymond choked the life out of the team. That's all I'm saying. Then we're going to go to Russell Westwood. Russ is, Russ is the only leader on the Clips. Russ took the bullet and went back to the bench for the betterment of the team. Russ has been the bigger man several times on several teams. It's James Harden's turn to be the bigger man. If he if he did that, if he said, Let me come off the bench, at least until I get in shape, that would put him in a better position with his teammates. Cause you can say what you want. Kawhi Leonard hates him. Paul George doesn't really care because Paul George is Paul George. And Russ, that's Russ's boy, but he like, man, I'm bet he's thinking, Damn, this cat's selfish. The one and sixes he's got there, like I said, Russ is the only true leader. If something happens to Russ, they're gonna implode. That's all I'm saying the warriors are struggling uh, Steph made his way back into the lineup they still lost it's clay done it's clay done i've watched Clay several times this year it's not a physical issue it's a mind issue clay's thinking how the hell did Draymond get 4 years at 100 million and they're lowballing me clay stop moping play your game If you want to stay in Golden State, you're going to have to take what they're giving you. Or you can go somewhere else and get paid. But you're not going to get paid if you keep playing like you're currently playing. You're one part of the Splash Brothers. Come on, Clay. Clay's a good guy. And it always doesn't work out with the team that drafted you. He has to understand that. Okay, moving on. Still, still no big three in Phoenix. Bradley Beals are slated to be out the next three weeks. They say they want to get him stabilized so he doesn't miss a lot of games. Uh... KD's been balling out. Point blank period. He's number two in the league in scoring. Uh, he's retaking the reins. Pretty much, he's, uh, he let uh, Devin Booker know, I'm him. I'm back. You can be Robin. But on that note, the coach, Vogel, he got to go. For them to make any significant run, he's got to go. They got to get another big man or another a guard to help him out because his coaching is horrible. I think he's. Oh, I think the worst coach in the league is probably Darvin Ham, and he's second behind him. So it's not saying much. But yeah, the return of KD. Next, well, Wimben Yama Victor, that is. Will he play fifty games? He looks so tired, and we're not even through halfway through the season. He looks like he's gonna pass out. Uh, he he hasn't been playing bad lately. He's been but he hasn't been playing good. If you watch him play, like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna pile on this kid. He's young and he's been thrown in a situation where they're gonna sensationalize him. And if you watch him play, they're sensationalizing him because of his height. He's seven foot four. He's got a little mobility. He's got a nice little mid game. He's not a great three point shooter. None of that. Uh, and they keep saying they're projecting him out. Two, three years from now, he's going to be this, he's going to be that. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's going to be, unless he moves closer to the basket and really utilizes his side, him being a seven-four shooting guard or a small forward is not going to work. He does things that Kevin Durant does that is not the same. He doesn't have the same skill sheet. He doesn't have the accuracy. He doesn't have the athleticism. I said I'm not going to pile on. But stop trying to sell me a dream. Uh, I wish the kid number but luck, but he got a lot of work in in front of him. Not saying he's gonna he's not gonna get there, but he got a lot of work. Uh, Jordan Clark, is in Utah, he need to escape Utah. I mean, this cat's coming off the pen, bench, giving people forty pieces. Maybe he's happy in Utah. Sometimes, like Katie always says, he just want a ball. and he doesn't really care. I mean Utah's in the rebuilding mode. They got Danny Ainge over there, Dwayne Wade, part owner, what what up, what have you, and they're trying to build something. They're not a bad team, but they're not a good team either. But this kid needs to go somewhere where he can be appreciated more instead of being stuck out in Utah. Nothing against the Utah fans, but man, Clarkson is balling. Whenever you see Utah on the schedule, don't turn the TV. Check him out. The kid's balling. Ex Laker pick. Moving on. Boston, is like I said, I said, could Joe Mazuma mess it up? Could, could he mess this, this team up? And I said no initially. But I'm changing my mind. He can definitely mess it up, and he's doing so. Boston is not battling against nobody else in the East. You know who Boston is battling against? Boston is battling against themselves, and that's not a good look. Moving on. Uh, I think... Philly finally, I think MB finally got the memo. The closeout games, he's going to have to get his fat, lazy ass in the box, and he's been doing that. I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised. If you want to be the MVP that he says he is and all of that, stop the talking. Stop eating cheeseburgers after practice and do what you've been doing the last couple of nights. There's nobody in the league that can stop you. If you get on the box, you have a beautiful skill set. Get on the box and go to work. Everybody wants to say Joker is the best player. If you put Joker on your back, you will foul him out in two minutes. Do your thing. Stop playing to the media. Play ball. But I think he's got it, people. Uh, finally, Marcus Smart is out the three to five weeks. And like I said, the Grizzlies can't catch a break. It's another 12 to 13 games before they get Ja back. And even when Ja comes back, he's going to have to mesh in and get, get his game legs, so have you. So that's another probably 10 games. But, man, they're just snake-bitten. I feel for them. But, uh, yeah. Moving on. I'm Major League Baseball. Uh, the Phillies' ace, Nola, he he, he returns. Uh, no contract details. I'm sure that'll come out in the wash, but uh, we don't have any details, yet, just that he's returning. Uh, we got golf. Tiger Woods sighting. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Tiger will be playing in the Bahamas, the Bahamas tournament. That'll be the first tournament he's played since the Masters. Like I said, we don't watch golf unless Tiger's involved. Tiger says he's the old man now, but hey. I got to see how old he is. We got to turn it on and check it out. Uh, Congratulations to him. Moving on to tennis. Number one in the world, uh, Djokovic uh, defeats number two in the world, Alcatraz. The old man's not ready to give it up yet. And he gives the young gun a a, a whooping. Congratulations to him. And then in other news in in tennis, foul play. Foul play. uh, Five low-ranking players, four Mexican players, and one player from Guatemala. Suspended. For Max for match fixing, Uh, they didn't say how many games they were going to be suspended or what the overall thing was going to be for them to get reinstated or anything of that nature. But uh, we'll see. Sad, sad. Moving on. Let's get into this college football here. Let's run. I'm gonna run it down for you. Uh, What happened this weekend and the hypocrisy that's going on in the rankings. NCAA let's talk about it first we had Georgia versus Tennessee I thought it was I I, I picked Georgia to win and I thought it would be way closer 38-10 playing like the defending champs they look really good Saturday then we got Ohio State versus Minnesota I thought Minnesota would have been a little tougher 37-3 to tune up before Michigan because they're gonna need it number three Michigan against Maryland 31-24 Wolverines. Maryland came to play. Uh, To his little brother, he can ball. But like I said, Michigan is just too physical in the trenches. I don't know who they was watching or what plays they were stealing, but when they line up and run it down your throat, nobody in college football does it like them, not even Georgia. Moving on, Florida State versus North Alabama. Uh, Travis with the terrible leg injury. And I've like these. They, they got to really show out now, and they did, 58 to 13. Uh, but they lost a step in the rankings. We'll talk about it later. Number five, Washington versus number 11, Oregon State, 22 to 20. Penix Jr. yet again. As I said last week, what does this man have to do to get his respect? But we'll talk about that later. Number six, Oregon. Another overhyped win for Oregon at Oregon. Arizona State, 49-13. Another stat pad mission for your boy, Mo Bo Nix. Number seven, Texas versus Iowa State, 26-16. The Longhorns have been catching hell in Ames for a couple of years. They get it done. Number eight, Alabama versus Chattanooga, 66-10. Roll Tide. Number nine, Missouri versus Florida, 33-31. I thought Florida was up for the upset, but once again, the show me state. Showed up number 10, Louisville versus Miami. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Cardinals are for real 38 31. It wasn't a fluke or anything like that. They beat them, point black period. They beat them and with a cold quarterback last name plumber. How could they lose? Moving on, uh, number 11, Penn State uh, versus Rutgers 27 6. Happy Valley is happy again for them, <clears throat> excuse me, number 13, Ole Miss versus UL Monroe, it was 73 at halftime, then old Lane Kiffin opened up the playbook, 35-3, to the Rebels woke up, number 14, Oklahoma versus BYU, 31-24 Sooners, the Sooners escaped Provo, this game was, was I thought they were going to lose this game, not because I don't like the head coach, but hey, BYU almost got them one, Number 15, LSU versus Georgia State, 56 to 14. Another stat, stat pad mission for quarterback Daniels in his Heisman race. Number 16, Iowa versus Illinois. Fired the OC, 15 13. The Hawkeye survived. Number 17, Arizona versus number 22, Utah. 42 18, Arizona. I did not see that coming. Like I said, Arizona is a good team. They 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 lost their quarterback. They got the backup Frida in there, and they've been doing their thing. I really didn't get a good look at them until they played Colorado, and and actually Colorado played them tougher than Utah. Surprised. Number nineteen, Notre Dame versus Wake Forest, forty-five to seven. The domers refreshed, coming off the bye. Number twenty, U.S. UNC versus Clemson. 31 to 20. Dabo says there's still there's still something to play for. And they still those dudes in death valley. Uh, number 21, Kansas State versus number 25, Kansas. 31-27 Kansas State. Uh, Knockdown drag out. K-State pulls it out. 23 Oklahoma State versus Houston. It was close for a half, but they pull it. Uh, the Cowboys pull it out 43 to 30. And finally, uh, number 24, Tulane versus Florida Atlantic, 24-8. Never in doubt. Moving on, my game's of note. You know the games I randomly pick. Uh, game's of note. Uh, Colorado against Washington State, 56-14. Wazoo, it was not pretty. Shador finally got hurt behind that. Deficient offensive line. They're 4-7. and seven. They're not making a bowl game. Get over it. There's always next year. Uh, Sam Houston versus Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky pulls out the win, 28-23. Sorry to my daughter, Sierra. They couldn't make it three in a row. Baylor versus TCU, 42-17 TCU. Tough times in Waco. Sorry. It's my daughter, Trinity. Number three, NC State versus Vitek, 35-28 NC State biotech couldn't get it done. Shout out to Cousin Amanda Plummer, biotech grad. She was on site. Sorry they couldn't get the win. Number four, we got Texas Tech versus UCF 24-23, Red Raiders. Congratulations, my man, Tyreek Matthews, number 32 in your program. He's graduating this year, people. Good luck, sir. Number five, we got North Texas versus Tulsa, 35-28, Nephew Drews, uh, school right now, Ming Green gets it done. Now we're gonna roll to the HBCUs. Uh, we got Norfolk State against South Carolina State. The Spartans got rolled, 44-17. Let me go Hampton versus Elon, who I thought they would kill. Elon rolls the Pirates, 51-14. Let me go to Howard versus Morgan State, 14-7. Howard, uh, Edwin James' son is the running back for Howard. Uh, then we got TSU, Vince Arkansas, Pine Bluff, 35-34, Nail-Biter, TSU Falls. And finally, we got Prairie View, Vince Alabama State, Prairie View represented for Texas, 21-14. Now, to the BS and the hypocrisy of the NCAA in college football. Let's get to it. I want to know who's in the room and what they're talking about when they're ranking these teams. I'm telling you what I know they do. They pick the big schools with the most following, with the most money. They rank the teams. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. They figure it'll come out in the wash. But what is it? Strength of schedule? Is it the conference? Is the top 25 wins? Uh, How you beat someone? The eye test? We just want to know. Now, this is, to me, the rankings. They've got Georgia ranked. We're going to do the top four. They've got Georgia ranked one. They got Ohio State ranked two. Michigan ranked three. And you got Florida State and Washington at the four. In the current rankings, Washington is now four. Washington has been setting that five for a while. Washington is in the best conference in college football. Better resume than all the teams in front of them. Georgia gets a pass. They're the two time reigning national champs. They get a pass. Uh, The eye test, the schedule, competition my ass it's all bullshit it's all bullshit you can't make an argument for what they go by to rank the teams and have washington at number five there's no way they should be number two and like i said the only reason georgia gets a pass because they're the two-time defending national champions you gotta give them a pass uh they don't want to hold out they want to hold washington back They're hoping Washington loses in the conference finals, which I'm sure they're going to be playing Oregon. Because like I said, they want Oregon and Alabama in the final four. You got Michigan playing Ohio State. One of those is going to knock each other out. And they better not rank whoever they knock out to number five. Uh, They just want to ease Oregon closer to that four spot so they can get it again. And the problem, the team they want in the most is Alabama. But there's a problem. Texas is in front of Alabama and Texas beat Alabama. For all the cachet and all you know the accolades that Alabama has got, they don't got more money than the University of Texas. And if they jump, if they jump, Alabama jump Texas, it's gonna be World War Three, And they know it. They know it. The hypocrisy goes out the window when that long money comes talking. The hypocrisy goes out the window. I can't wait. If, if Bama upsets Georgia, uh, how are they going to justify keeping them in front of Texas? I mean, they win the conference, but they still going to have a loss. They still going to have a loss. So, so, so how are you going to justify that? I have no idea. No idea at all how they're going to justify that. I can't wait for these games to come on and watch the dominoes fall. I can't wait. I just can't wait. It's, it's this simple, people. They want Oregon and Bama in the championship game. Now, let's talk about this Heisman BS. Don't talk about this Heisman. The fix is in for Bo Nix. Point blank. Now, if Penix beats him again, they can't justify him being the front runner right now. But they're going to try to. They can't justify Daniels being up there. Like I said, he's electric. He's putting up stats against third 3D teams. So come on, against the top. Check him. Check his stats out against the top 25. Penix played Bo Nix head to head. He beat him. He had better stats. They said, oh, "Well, Washington played at home." So, so. Penix Jr. leads FBS in yards per game. If you watched. Bo Nix. If you watch Penix Jr. play this year, there is no way you're looking at those two and going, yeah, Bo Nix is, is better than Penix Jr. Penix Jr. has got a cannon. No, not a cannon. He's got a laser for a left arm. Bo Nix couldn't make those throws that he makes on any day. Bo Nix is Mac Jones five point five point zero. He's Good quarterback on a good team. He's been in college six years, throwing the five-star athletes who make stuff happen. They, they beat up on Arizona State this weekend. So what? He's throwing the ball. He's throwing bombs. He's got five touchdowns before halftime. Has he done that against the top 25 team? I think not. Has, has he done that against the top 25 team? No. What about Michael Penix Jr.? Has that, he done that against the top 25? Hell yeah. He did it to them. He did it to Oregon State. And they're going to hold... This is what the announcer said this weekend. Now, they played... uh, Washington played Oregon State in the driving rain. Okay. First, he said, oh, the rain is going to affect... Probably going to affect the way they play today, especially Washington. Uh, Apparently, he don't know where Washington is. It's the rain capital of the United States. They didn't care about the rain. Then they're saying... Penix threw for two touchdowns. He ran for one. With the conditions, he wasn't going to throw for a lot of yards. There were a lot of drops. So he's like, oh, mind you, Penix won The Washington won the game. Now, mind you, they're saying, oh, well, Oregon plays Oregon State this weekend. We're going to compare the stats uh, from, you know, when, when he played Oregon State to when Bo Nix plays Oregon State. Are you serious? That's the game you're going to pick out. The game where he probably had his worst stats of the year because of driving rain. Check out Big Single stats for Oregon State. See how well he fared. But that's the game you're going to pair against him to derail his Heisman hopes. Man, they are ridiculous. It's shady. And I hope it comes down. I hope Oregon makes it to the finals and he shuts Bo. Nick's down again, cause then I wanna then they're probably gonna try to push Jalen Daniels over him, who hasn't beat anybody this year. So that's all I'm saying. The hypocrisy is real, ladies and gentlemen. It's real. Moving on. Uh NFL, the Eagles and the Chiefs get it on tonight. I'm not into that uh Super Bowl revenge because nobody's getting a trophy tonight. It's going to be a winner or a loser. I think the Eagles are going to solidify why they're best. They're the best team in the league right now. That's just my opinion. But we're moving on to what happened yesterday. Steelers versus the Browns. 13-10. Browns pull it out. Outstanding defensive, defensive effort on both sides. But a yawner on the offensive side. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, yeah. Quarterback pulls it out at the end. Uh, The Bears versus the Lions, 31-26 Lions. How the Bears lost this game, I I still don't know. They led for most of it. Uh, The Lions got close late, and I guess the coordinator couldn't call any plays to get uh, Justin Fields out of the pocket like he did the whole first three quarters. Uh, That's mind-boggling to me. The Chargers versus the Packers, 23-20. Jay Love did his thing late. Staley, the clock's ticking. Then we had the Raiders versus the Dolphins, who I fully expected to be a blowout 2013 Dolphins. I mean, I don't know what happened. Antonio Pierce has got these boys taking their jobs. Really serious. Didn't come out with the win, but it was a tough game throughout. Then we had the Giants and the Washington Commanders, 31-19. Now, I'm of the fact that Washington is actually actually a good team. They're actually playing the NFC East. It's a good, a good division. The commanders need a new commander. And I'm thinking the whole time they're going to wait till the end of the year. They need to fire Riverboat Ron right now. That's all I'm saying. Then we have my Cowboys versus the Panthers. I didn't really watch this. 33 to 10. The the boys played sloppy. Still got the win. We need to tighten it up. Uh, You know, it ain't all rainbows and sunshine. I'm not impressed. Uh, They need to do more. Then we have the Titans versus the Jags, 34-14, uh, Jaguars, Sunshine, bounces back after shooting their souls in the foot time and time left, again last week against the 49ers. Speaking of said 49ers, uh, they played the Bucks yesterday, 27-14, Brock Purdy, perfect quarterback rating, I still don't believe. Then we had Arizona versus the Texans. 21-16 Texans. Kyler Murray, Texas football legend. I thought he was going to smack the Texans up. No such thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the Texans are for real. Then we had the Jets versus the Bills. 32-6. Why do they keep running Zach Wilson out there? Why? He's not going to win. Why? Why? I mean that's the epitome of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. I, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have the words. Then we're gonna go Seahawks versus the Rams. Rams seventeen to sixteen, and this was a tough game to pick, but one factor led me to believe the Rams was gonna win. Uh, Matt Stafford has never lost to Seattle. Ball game. Then we had the Vikings and the Broncos. 21 t- 2120 Resurgence of Russ. Uh, haters hate that. Okay. Now that we got through the NFL, let's just talk about these hot seat coaches. There's a couple of them. Let's go ahead and talk about them. Number one, Staley for the Chargers. If he doesn't... Uh, get fired after this season's over nothing short of a run to the afc championship game is going to save his job If he doesn't get get fired he's really using his white privilege that's all i'm saying second on that list the whole bears organization coach gm front office the secretaries the ball boys they all gotta go third we just talked about them riverboat ron for the commanders Riverboat run, the ship's sinking. Next, we have the Saints, Coach Allen. Everybody knows he's getting fired, except him. That's the problem. Number five, Arthur Smith for the Falcons. If they don't win the division, I'm pretty sure he's gone. But the thing is, it's attainable. They can do it. But if they don't, I'm pretty sure he's gone. And last, I'm not going to say he's going to get fired this year. It'll probably be next year. But McDermott from the Bills, hey, his run may be over. You fired the OC last week. You got players saying in, out in public that he wasn't the guy who left 12 guys on the field. So, some some turmoil. McDermott may not go, but he's on the list. Other things I want to talk about. And these punters are killing me. Stop. Making excuses for Josh Allen, Zach Wilson, Brock Purdy, and Mac Jones. When you crucify Justin Fields, Tua, Dak, and Russell Wilson. Cut it out. Cut it's gotta be the playing field has to be leveled. This is what you do. Check the records of those guys, those guys you make excuses for. Check them with the records of the guys. Did you crucify? The only guy on the crucify list that's got a losing record is Justin Fields. And you can't crucify him because it's a damn team. Damn front office. It's a damn GM. That's all I'm saying. Get off of making excuses for players when you won't make excuses for the other ones. I understand you gotta put these guys up here, especially Josh Allen. They want Josh Allen to be the face of the league so bad, but he's a choke artist. And... Stop! Stop! Stop defending them. This is another thing I want to know. Why do teams? This is mainly football. Mainly, mainly football. Because in other sports, they actually have some compensation. But why do teams in the National Football League have contingency plans for everything except the damn quarterback? The most, the the most important. Position on the field. You got contingency plans for the punter go down, the kicker, the tight end, lineman, whatever. But you don't have a contingency plan for the quarterback. I mean, inquiry reminds one to know. I mean, are we really playing to win? I mean, are egos that big? It's acidine. The talent drop ball from QB1 to QB2 is some. You know, is akin to jumping off the damn Empire State Building. I mean, is does the QB1's QB1's ego so big that he haven't he doesn't have a guy close to his talent level that could back him up? I mean, or or the team. If you're the team, I wouldn't give a damn if they're an inch apart. If you go down, he taking your spot. That's how it goes. That's how it goes in business, especially in sports. So what 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 the hell is going on? Where's the contingency plan? Where Where is it? And when you see the way they act, I'm going to give you a case in point. The Cleveland Browns, it's like he did not want to put this kid in the game. Then why the hell did you draft him? You draft him to hold a clipboard? Why did you draft him? He's not a good football player? Come on. Why give a guy a shot? I mean, you know, you want guys to fit in and carry on, but I want both my quarter. If you got three quarterbacks, I want all of them to have moxie. One of all three of them to be like, yeah, I can go out here and kick somebody's ass. Not you put them in the game and then you you stop them from doing running the to the total offense. If he's been there since training camp, he knows the offense. He's a pro. Okay, I'm I'm. I understand him not having the same skill set as QB one, but he should be able to run the damn offense. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay, I'm running long. Let me try to get out of here. Uh, men's and women's college basketball. We're gonna chalk down these ratings real real quick. And this is the thing with college basketball. Same thing. They better stop. They better stop looking at these names and peep these games. Because the rankings are not matching up with the the play on the court. Especially in men's basketball. Men's basketball, like I said, men's basketball is terrible. Terrible. Stone age type stuff. People can't play. It's it's ridiculous. These coaches can't coach. It's hard to watch. But let's just run them down. Kansas is the current number one. uh, uh, Deservingly so. Uh, Purdue is number two. The reigning player of the year is on that team, deservedly so. Arizona is three. I think they could beat both of the first two teams in front of them. They're, they're, they're solid. Number four, Marquette, Shocker Smart squad. Shocker Smart left Texas to go coach Marquette. I thought never to be heard from again. He's got him at number four. I really haven't seen him play. I got to check it out because Marquette at number four is boggling to the mind. Number five, UConn, they're the defending champs. If Hawkins had stayed in school, they'd be higher. Number six, Houston, not worthy at number six. I've seen him play a couple of times this year. Sampson still didn't go out and get any damn guards. The first team they played with a guard, he didn't go out and get any guards and a real score. So they'll be out the top ten soon. Number seven, Tennessee. Rick Barnes rebuilds. I mean, excuse me, reloads. Always reloads. Number eight, Creighton. Haven't really seen them much this year. Uh, They've got a good coach, but as far as the players go, I haven't heard anything about any of them. So is number eight really deserved? I don't know. Number nine, Duke. Seen them. Overrated. Number 10, Miami. Laranega always has athletes, so you're going to have to play them. Number 11, Gazaga. As always, especially this year, after last year trying to prove that they belong and they actually play big time teams, they haven't played anyone yet. Number 12, Texas A&M, Buzz and the crew. I haven't seen him. I don't know who he has, so I guess the ranking's okay. Number 13, Baylor. Put some respect on the Bears' names. Uh, they always have a good team. They had a couple guys leave the team, but they're still stacked. Number 14, don't look now. Tar Heel Nation at 14. We should be ranked higher, but I'm not going to say anything till we get into the top 10. Number 15, Texas Longhorns are loaded. Can the new coach get them to play like they're supposed to? That's what. I, that's all I have for the men. On the women's side, uh, South Carolina, I call them Black Star because they're going to black you out. Uh, they're the female running Rebels. Number two, UCLA really haven't caught any of their games, but they're up there. Number three, Colorado. Colorado was what Iowa was last year, plus the prime effect. Number four, Stanford. Like I said, I haven't seen them yet. Iowa, uh, they got they got beat. They should have been dropped further than five. They're not that good. With if, if you can keep Caitlin to like 20 points, they're beatable. UConn, Geno, and the squad, injury prone, even with buckers. Uh, they're hindered by injuries. Number seven, LSU, the whole Angel Reese problem. They need to get it solved because they're not winning another chip without her. Number eight, USC, haven't seen them yet. By tech whoo, those girls going to be a problem and they're hungry. Number 10, NC State, they got a lot of athletes. Number 11, Utah, I don't think they should be ranked that high after getting smacked by NC State, but hey. Number 12, Texas, Texas is going to be a problem. Very physical team, remind me of old South Carolina team with AJ Wilson. Number 13, Florida State, like I said, another team with a bunch of athletes. Number 14, Baylor, working their way back to prominence. And at number 15, Ohio State. Like I said, stop looking at the names and peep the games. Moving on to the NBA so we can get up out of here. Uh, Going to roll through the games from last night. Uh, the 76ers played the Nets. one twenty one 76ers, like I said, MB got the memo. He's closing them out down low, 32 points. Then we had the Pistons versus the Raptors, 142 to 113. The Raptors. The Pistons need to trust Monty. These young guys, they got talent galore. They just need to trust the process and trust Monty. Then we had the Magic versus the Pacers, 128, 116. The Magic. Orlando is OKC East. They ready. Then we got the Nuggets versus the Cavs, 121, 10, 10, 109. The Cavs. The Nuggets starting to miss a Jamal Murray. Then we had the Kings versus the Mavericks 129 113. The Kings, Zabonis, tried to prove himself after stinging it up in the playoffs last year. And so far, so good. Then we had the Celtics versus the Grizzlies 102 to 100. Celtics. Missoula finds ways to make it hard. Ugh. Then we had the Suns versus the Jazz. Two overtimes, 140-137. KT, like I said, is retaking the reins. He is him. Number eight, Thunder versus Portland. 134-91. to Thunder, OKC is a whole problem. SGA, Shea Gillis Alexander is the man. And, of course, you know his sidekick, my boy, Josh Giddy. And then we got the Rockets versus the Lakers last night. 105-104, LeBron dropped 27. He's going to be burnt out by the playoffs, so you won't hear much from him. All right, everybody, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, Thanksgiving week, I'm uh, give some birthday shout-out. Shout-out to Cousin John Day. Happy birthday. He's probably in the gym somewhere teaching somebody something. And shout-out to my cousin, Michelle Garner. Happy birthday to you. Uh, also, happy birthday to my class classmate, my man, James Jones, happy happy birthday, my guy. Uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, loads of friends, family, and fun. Be thankful for what you have, not what you don't. Uh, take the time to remember the ones that's not here and be thankful that you had the time with them together. I know I will be. As you know, my father passed in, in, uh, in March. I'm still missing him, but it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to be thankful. It's your boy OG, and as always, I'm O-U-T.